AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast, where we go behind the scenes of the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. This episode was crazy, and I cannot wait to get into it. All the politicking, the drama, and an elimination unlike any other on this season. Yes! And of course, you know that we have to bring on Big T to hear all about the elimination from her perspective. I cannot wait to talk to her. So let's go. No, this is not. Oh, now it's time for something that I hate, Tori. Anissa, you just introduced it for yourself because guess what? It's your time to do it. It's the 37 second recap, the time bomb for the 37th season of the challenge. Are you ready to do it? No. I think you are. In All right. three, two, one, go. Oh, shit, look out, it's Top Gun. You guys got to get inside of this plane, and then it's submerged in the water, then you got to get puzzle pieces, and then bring them back, and then one team shits the bed, and Emerald doesn't do that well either. But, oh, look, Sapphire wins. Who would have thought that? Then, all the drama at the club. Nani's about to kick Amanda's ass because you don't talk to her lady like that. And then, Amanda doesn't like Tori. I don't know where that came from. And then Big T's on the chopping block, and so is Amanda. Amanda goes into elimination. She picks Big T. Oh, wait a minute. Ashley's... Ashley's been deactivated, so what happens after this elimination? <gasps> Big T gets brought back on. I'm so excited because she's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Time, she's really funny. And we're going to have her on later. The gasp of air. The, what happens after? <gasps> it's like, in your mind, are you... In your mind, are you telling... Are you doing this recap to, like, a group of children? <laughs> are you reading, like, a kid's book? <laughs> like a baby? Says, says, says a fucking author of a children's book. <laughs> and, and newly... Newly recognized plumber. Oh, listen, that's last episode in Isoa. We're going to focus. No, no. Once you have a trade, you always have a trade. You are a plumber. Tori the plumber. Well, apparently it's the only thing I'm good at because Amanda says I suck at everything. Let's get into the rest of the episode, all right? Let's Let's talk about the play of the day. What do you think the best athletic move was? I mean, I'm going to give it to the whole, the whole Sapphire cell 
Yeah. I mean, and, and Emmy for finding that last piece. Right, right. Because I don't know if I would have been under, as Devin would say, the armpit of the wing. Um, <laughs> they did a really, really good job being efficient. I mean, I think CT could have done that by himself. Yeah, he could have. Um, he's just, he's just really good. Like, he's so, his brain is just so organized. Yeah. The way that he can, I mean, even talking about a puzzle, like when we had to do the dot dash one, mm-hmm. like communicating those kinds of things, like it, it seems hard, but for him, it's just like, okay, second nature. Yeah. So I think collectively that team worked really well. I think that you were right in last episode kind of saying, like, that's a threatening team. Yeah. They all have different things that they can contribute. Um, Logan's really good at puzzles. Too. I mean, you have a puzzle team, basically. Right. A puzzle team that's athletic. Right. And there's yeah. nothing worse than that in a, in a on a challenge because no. they can do everything. You have a big guy like CT who can carry everyone on his team, literally pick them up and carry them. Like right. they have so many strengths and yeah. they were really calm. And they also got to go last. Would you know when this? Okay. Yes. Yes. Would I mean, you, would you know when this, and I'm not taking any credit away from them. I think even if they went first, they definitely would have done better than Ruby and they still probably could have beat us because they had a great system. But that was a huge thing because when that plane lifted up, so obviously Emerald went first. We were all, we loaded into the plane. It gets put over the water, but the teams on the ground could see the puzzle on the under of the wings. So you uh, had Oh, yeah, I figured they wouldn't change it, but you know what they should have done? No, they did change it. it. They did oh. change it, but what but what, cha- what didn't change was where that red line was. So what happened, and I'm just going to try to explain this as clearly as possible. When we were underneath the plane and why there was so much miscommunication on Emerald is because you had to read from... Right to left. Like you would read a normal book, right? You mean left to right? I mean left to right. Fuck! (laughs) I always say that. (laughs) Okay, listen. But I was actually reading it left to right. I actually was. But I always always say it incorrectly. But I was reading it left to right. Okay. So maybe I was. I don't know, actually. I could have actually been the one to mess this whole thing up. Poor Josh probably carrying it on his back. (laughs) Who actually really knows anymore? No one knows. This whole thing goes underwater. And so the the issue was, though, we were both on opposite sides of the plane. And so, right, when you're leading, when you're reading it left or right, I'm reading from the plane. I was on my side, was reading it from the plane out to the wing. Josh was reading it from the, from the plane out to the wing. But Devin, when he was screaming from the plane out to the wing, he didn't realize that on Josh's side, he had to be reading it from the wing to the plane because it was, it was the exact, so it's kind of confusing when you're under there, we were trying to figure out, okay, wait, is it the same puzzle on both wings? Like, do we have to read read each wing differently? But wait, the, other- the wing, wait, there were two puzzles? There, there were, were two, two keys? There were two keys. Each each wing had a key. But were both keys the same? Both keys were identical, yes. Oh, because Devin was calling out commands, Josh was reading, but he but they were two sides, so it'd be backwards. Exactly. exactly. Got it. For anybody listening, for all of you listening out there, I hope you just got it because I had an aha moment too. Yeah, it is very complicated. Honestly, good because the game needed to be shaken up anyway. Like people are saying it's so boring, Emerald winning. And I think the season from this point on gets incredibly interesting. So I'm fired up that this is going on, but that's that's where it goes down. You're fired up for more than one reason, but we'll talk about that fire later. Okay, let's talk about that later. Let's get into, let's do the dirtiest deed. I mean, I think the conversation with Josh was the dirtiest deed. Yeah, Amanda, Lauren, and it's not because of you. I mean, I would have felt that way about anyone else. Like, throw Big T in the mix. Throw any person. Just take you out of it, Tor. 
you've called me out for dirtiest deeds before when I did Pizzagate. So oh, I know. I, think, I know. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, it could have been anyone and Nani and Casey. You have Casey, who's your girl from Big Brother, and then you have Nani, who's like your sister and one of your best friends. Clearly, the odd man out is the other person that's not one of them. Right. But it's yeah. just the way in which it was taken out of, like, right. you know, Josh. Like, Josh doesn't mean to really hurt anybody's feelings. No. It's just the way that it was asked. Like, I mean, and I kind of like, I know Amanda's like sneaky, but I, I kind of fuck with it a little bit because somebody has to do something here. Like, 100%. Someone yeah. has to do it, and she's good at doing it. But it sucks at to the be expense, on the shit of stick. course, but yeah. at the expense of your friends, I think that's where it gets a little weird. But I mean, I think as a player, she is one of the more conniving, manipulative, smart players. I think that we have left. That's yeah. like, I'm doing what I can, you know, guys do it all the fucking time. Yeah, she owns it and she's very fearless about it, yeah. which I think makes for a great TV show for sure. It just sucks to be on the other end of the stick. It's like, oh, Leave me alone. I'm so happy over here on my spot, you know, but anyway, yeah, we'll but get think about one. it. If it's me and Devin and somebody else, I mean, you're going to pick this somebody else. A hundred percent. So that I would do the same. That's thing. the yeah. only because at first I'm like, don't fuck with my friend. But then I'm like, you even said it like, eh, well, if I were her, you know, if I were Josh, like, who do you pick? Yeah. So it makes sense. A hundred percent. But it still it definitely still sucks. You always want to yeah. be part of the in crowd. You don't want to be the one that's left out of that no for sure I mean like it's nice it's not like I obviously we can talk about it deeper later in the episode as we comb through it but it wasn't the world's worst thing that happened it lit a fire under my butt that was I think important and needed to be lit at this point in the game not I needed to be lit at this point in the game I needed to to catch fire at this point in the game (laughs) I needed to be lit on fire I needed to be engulfed in flames let's talk about being engulfed in that water because I want to I'm still nervous that was my biggest fear. That challenge was the scariest challenge I've ever done in my life. I had such, my stomach was in knots like I was there each time a team went up in. Do you want to know what the safety team said to us before we did this challenge? It's a matter of life or death. We have the best. Safety, guys. This is a matter of death or death. Is it? Is it a matter of death or death? Okay. We- we have the best safety guys in the world. Like, they are incredible. They worked on, like, huge – and our stunt team is incredible. They've worked on, like, huge Mad Max and, yeah. like, huge productions. They've done stunts for pretty much everything. So they're talking to us, and they're giving us, like, the rules of the game, and they're explaining to us before we go into the, the fighter jet. And then they're like, yeah, don't worry if you pass out. We have people underneath the water. They'll put the air in your mouth. You'll wake back up in about 30 seconds and you can rejoin the game. We were like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is that. <laughs> they must have been kidding They do said that, but... really crazy shit sometimes. And um, we do a lot of crazy stuff a lot of the time. People aren't perfect. I mean, they are as safe as they possibly can be. Oh, it's yeah. just human bodies can yeah. make errors and... You don't know how you're going to. When's the last time you were in a fighter jet underwater in a suit? Never in my life. Never. You're in coveralls and water shoes. You're like, you're never put in that position. So when they're like, you know, it's meta of life, it's if, you know, if you're unconscious, we'll help you. Yeah. I mean, that's a real thing. And the panic sets in and you freak out and you can't find your seatbelt. Like, that's what would have scared me. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, we had our hands. There was four there was four buckles that all went together in the middle of your chest. And so the other thing that you don't really get to see is that as you're submerging, they want you to get eye underwater before they blow the horn. 
if you're in the front row, right? So I'm in the front. I'm right next to Josh. So we go even deeper than the people behind us because you see it's really kind of going in at a slant. Mm-hmm. So we go in and you're looking for the signs and they gave us three symbols. They're blowing an air horn. They have one of the producers waving their arms like this. And then they have that huge bomb explosion. If you see any one of those three, it means you can take off your buckle. But you weren't allowed to unbuckle until you saw those signs. So we were sitting in there, hands ready to go. You had to keep your hands, you had to keep your hands up on your chest. So they knew that you weren't unbuckling before. I mean, they put us in a state of pure fear. And then as soon as they blow those horns, it was like immediately grab, open, pop open the top, which was zip tied together. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just open. No, it was zip tied. So you have to punch it just to make it even scarier. Yeah, but I think that I wouldn't delicately get out of a jet anyway. I feel like I would just try yeah. to bomb out of that thing. Like, and you know what? You did. We all did. We were just like, bam, we were out of it. Easy. It was one of the scariest ones. And I think in the previews in the beginning of the season, because it was in the in the trailer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I was terrified, but I was like, God, that looks so cool. Like they did a lot of stuff this season that I've never seen before. Yeah. Like you always have your typical like eliminations and certain, um, certain challenges that, that are repeated in some form or fashion. But this is like, yo, we're taking it up a level. Yeah. The fact that we got that, it was like a breath of fresh air. And then obviously we have to go drowned, but it was exciting. Ruby obviously didn't do so great. We saw a lot of mistakes on their team and they timed out. 45 minutes. Did it look like when you were watching, did it look like Sapphire was just like killing this whole entire thing? Yeah. The whole time we knew we were like, the only chance that we thought we had was when they couldn't find that last piece. And we all experienced that on Emerald. So we were like, okay, maybe, you know, because we weren't, we weren't really sure if Josh had the piece or not. Like he kind of said he did, but yeah, he did. He had the piece. How did he tie it to him? So I, we, they had little, uh, we had carabiners and he carabined it to his thing, his his like foot or something while he was swimming and looking for a lot of them. His goal was to collect many and then un- unhook them and then pass them. Well, that so, didn't work out. Wait, um, my other question, I have so many questions. My other yes. question is where Emmy found that one piece in the armpit, did every yeah. team have a piece in the armpit? Every team had all of the puzzles in the exact same okay. spot. Yeah. I'm so proud of you for doing it. It definitely looks scary. Thank you. Thank you. You didn't die because you're here. Yeah. Um, shout out to the shout out to the safety guys. If you're listening all the way over yeah. there in your country. Let's get into the house now because obviously there was a lot that goes on. Mm-hmm. We go to this club and it's the Top Gun mission themed party. And we all looked so cool. Oh, take my breath away. Like, come on for old music yeah. that makes my old soul and heart just yeah. pitter patter. All those kisses. Those plumbers were kissing again. I don't know oh, if you know them. God. The nude plumber and the clothed plumber. Um, <laughs> just call them E.T. They were uh, giving each other a cute kiss. And Nani and Casey are making romance. And yeah. it's just great until it's not great. Everything always yeah. happens at the club. There, the club induces so much shit. And I know that's why they have us go. Yeah. Like, the club brings out everything. Yeah. The club is where you're talking about stuff because you're all in yeah. one room. And then the aftermath of the club. Yeah. We were all hung over the next day. I thought it was really interesting how, you know, when me, Big T, Nani, and Casey were talking, we weren't actually talking about what Amanda thought we were talking about. I don't remember what we were talking about, but, like, when she walked over, it was, like, a very, like, oh, cool, like, she's here. Like, no big deal. It wasn't like, oh, hush, hush, Amanda's watching. Like, we were talking about something pretty regular. I don't remember what the Big T was talking about something. And 
as obviously she sits down, obviously Amanda feels paranoid. She knows that she's probably going in. But you know what I really loved is watching Nani stick up for Casey. Like that was so spicy. And I love the interview where Nani's like, listen, I know I'm I'm cool and collected these days, but don't don't forget, a bitch is crazy. And right. I she is. love that. She is. And I am Nani too. has I a piece it. of crazy, but when you love somebody, yeah. And that's your person, you're kind of like, yeah, or her friends. I mean, she's always been the one to like. Yeah. You know, like it reminded me of that whole, I was like, she can get worse. Remember double agents? Like, I mean, um, told Amanis with Maddie, I'm like, things can, things can definitely escalate. Yeah. She's definitely come a long way, but don't mess with her boo. So if any of you guys want to try and test Nani, I would suggest, or Casey, I would suggest not to do so. Just don't. Little PSA. Little PSA. For your your own good. Just don't. I was a big fan of that moment. I thought it was really cool and I love them as a couple. So there's that. Then we go back into the house, right? It's the next day now. It's time for this big moment to happen. All of a sudden, obviously, Sapphire walks into the deliberation chamber. Ashley's gone. Everyone is super confused. But Kyle does a great job at breaking the ice. Because we were all sitting in there like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? Mm -hmm. And then Kyle's like Emerald lost. And now, okay, the ball's rolling and we're getting to talk again. Kyle is great for comic relief. We needed that. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle's like, I could make this really weird or like funny. Yeah. (laughs) Like I could use the fact that Emerald finally lost, even though I want to be on that team so badly. I know. know. (laughs) Yeah. But Kyle's amazing. And Kyle really can sometimes, I think losing as a team makes you feel a little bit better than losing Mm -hmm. as a pair. 100%. So I think that you could people could be a little bit more lighthearted when it comes to taking some of these L's um, yeah. on the chin and keeping yeah. it moving. I agree. I agree. I am um, surprised, however, about not voting Big T into as the house vote. I mean, I still think she would have picked Amanda. Yeah, she would. I think it worked better for TV to have Amanda in there because she literally could have picked any of you. Well, she... She threw herself in, and I think that she did it just like she said. She didn't want anyone to feel comfortable. But, like, as I call out in the chamber, I'm like, well, if you're planning on coming to Emerald, if you call me out and you beat me, then you have to take either Nani or Casey's spot. Doesn't sound like something you want to do. So all of this is smoke and mirrors. You're going to call out Big T. You're just talking. You're barking right now. You want us to feel afraid. To be honest, I think the smaller you are, the better it would have been on that thing. Yeah, too, maybe. Just to be agile. I can't imagine... I mean, your girl's flexible and everything, but like being in that kind of squat. Right. Because I think Amanda's center of gravity. Tiny. She was, and she was smarter about it. You know, like yeah. just crouching down and doing it. Because I would have been bent over trying to like figure it out. Yeah. So I think she made the right decision for her game. And then surprise, surprise, big T's out. We're like, oh, nobody ever wants to see that ray of sunshine leave. Oh, but wait a minute, Amanda, before you start fucking shit up. Big T, you get to stay in the game. And how wonderful is that for her? Dude, so good. No one gets second chances. It's like so rare. And it was so funny because when TJ's initially calling her, he's like, Big T. At first, it looks like she turns around right away and comes back. She must have walked so quick out of there because we waited a minute for her to even turn around. And we were all like, oh, my God. Like, she booked it. She was like, I'm I'm fucking out. I'm out of the game. I'm out of here, motherfuckers. Like, ha, joke's on you. Like, talking about already starting plans and doing something new and, like, keeping her head up. But it was super cute to see her come back into the game. Like, I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, I don't really – I think maybe once or when you get down there and you're like, hey, there's no elimination. That always used to be great. Yeah. Or if somebody got hurt or deactivated, we kind of just skip the girls' elimination and go to a guy's. Right. Which is always spice factor on a thousand. 
But we didn't get that. And now uh, Big T's back on her team and Amanda takes your spot on Emerald. And there you gone on over to the to the red team. You know, it would I've had I have so many feelings watching this one back because in that moment for me, I just felt so like just disposable a little bit by not all of Emerald, but obviously the conversation with Josh at that point, I hadn't seen it. So I didn't really know like what was true and what wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of getting in my own head over there. I'm like, well, I don't know who to trust. I don't know. But regardless, it was just kind of like, ugh. like I know that this team, we were killing it together. We won four straight missions in a row. And now I have to go over to Ruby, which is like the joke of the show. So it's like, how am I going to fix this team? And how am I going to work on this squad? And But when you look at the players individually, you have Kyle, you have Nelson. Both people have been to finals. Mm-hmm. Big T is underrated. Like, yes, she has her strengths. She has her weaknesses, but she has strengths. And she doesn't get a lot of credit for those. Mm-hmm. She's, she's pulled them out of nowhere before, out of thin air. I mean, she's a swimmer. She's upper body strength. She definitely has. And she's yeah. smart as shit. Yeah. So... Yeah. You're not yeah. going to need everything for, I mean, I always say this, when does a challenge ever, like an individual challenge ever showcase all of your, when is it ever a soccer game tour? Mm, like you're killing it once. if it's soccer. Brush, con- brush contact, like once. Right. But you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like once. So we don't know what we're good at sometimes until we're faced with it. And we'll see, you know, how far yeah. this game is going to be able to push some of you to be your best selves. Yeah. But I think. We should talk to Big T and get her feelings because I'm sure there are a lot of feelings watching this back. You know, it's like your typical dodgeball thing of like you don't want to get picked last. But it's, you know, it's so hard when you're when you're doing something and you feel like you have to prove to people that you're worth it. Yeah. People are playing their own game. And you know what? You can't take it personally. It's it's Mm -mm. all about them. It's a selfish game regardless of what team you're on and what's happening. So I want to see what Big T has to say. She, of course, she is our angel baby friend, and um, I'm excited. Yeah, let's get Big T on the phone. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right, everybody. It is time for our favorite segment of the podcast. It's where we get to interview somebody super special. And today, I feel like it's going to be the best podcast episode yet. The last time this person was on the show, it was just her and myself. Right now, we have Anissa, me, and the one and only Big T. (laughs) Woo! Yes, what an introduction. Thank you, Tori. Of course. Very excited and honored to be here. I love you, Big T. Only one of us can introduce you, so I I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to let you know I'm here. I love you and I support you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love you too. This was a big, big T episode. Yeah. There was a lot of tea in this one. Mm hmm. There was a lot of tea in this one and, you know, a lot that wasn't shown, which I'm ready to reveal. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Big spilleth thy tea. Thy will spilleth. I love that. Thank you. Dude, so how has it been since we've last seen you? I know that you uh, have a lot to say about this episode, but like aside from that, how are you feeling? Yeah, I feel really good. I mean, obviously, when you rewatch an episode, you relive everything and you're like, you know, you watch everything, play back and hear what everybody said. But like, you know, generally it is a game. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good within myself. Do you know how I am? I'm always happy. You can always find happiness and then everything. And I'm feeling positive and perky. Good. Uh, so yeah, good. <laughs> good. Positive and perky. Well, <laughs> speaking of perky, that challenge was crazy the mission was crazy I had I told Tori I had I was nervous the whole time watching it like when each team went and just nosedived into the water how did you feel about that one Mm. I like to think that I am a water baby but my god when you're in like an enclosed cage and you see the water rising up you're just like oh my god my seatbelt's on I have to break the roof I could drown oh I could literally die right now yeah so you just start to panic the nerves come in and bubbles are like around your nose your mouth it's really terrifying uh very thrilling I mean it's, it's definitely a challenge for the daredevils out there I think it was the scariest challenge we did ever in my life that's my two worst fears drowning and then like kind of heights and then it was like deep swimming it, it was and then a puzzle which is just not my fave. deep swimming it was deep. It was, <laughs> it was deep. deep. It was it a deep was swim. Now, it's really deep. hard to get underneath the water. Tori and I were talking about how yeah. tough it can be, yeah. especially when you're Absolutely. trying to relay a message to people on, on land. That's the thing. It's like when you, you know, you think you have to dive. And, you know, I've experienced with diving. So I'm trying to dive. But actually, you know, you have to use a different technique to lower yourself under this plane and so you know we got to a certain point where Tori actually said to me T this is how you have to get down hook your legs underneath the wing and push yourself down so thank god to Tori I was actually able in the end to go underneath and read the puzzle underneath that wing so thank you Tori of course 
A hundred percent. I mean, like watching Team Ruby out there, I was like, no, first of all, I love you. I'm so happy that we've been able to get so close. This season was huge, I think, for our friendship. Anissa always knew it. Anissa was like, you guys are going to love each other. I'm they so- both are, Listen, for the audience out there, during quarantine, we were split up. The internationals are on one side. Um, U.S. is on the other side. And Tori was feeding seagulls. Yeah. She spent so much money. Yeah, I did. Feeding seagulls <laughs> and listening to doing a Dance Dance Revolution remake <laughs> next door to my room. Yeah. Um, and then I find out when we move into the house, Big T is also <laughs> feeding the seagulls because no one should starve and she doesn't waste food. So if she's not going to eat it, seagull friends will. Yeah, right. So, and that's it's why I was true. like, oh, both of you idiots are going to be fine. <laughs> both of you seagull moms. Yeah, seagull moms. Yeah. Both of you seagull feeders are yeah. going to be together. I mean, I was there too, but yeah. Tori's balcony looked like yeah. a shit, literally. Just yeah. somebody just took a shit everywhere. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't yeah. the best. It wasn't the best place to live, but the birds were happy. They're yeah. not tidy eaters, seagulls. <laughs> Very messy. And they eat and shit at the same time, so it can get a little confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what else was confusing? <laughs> what? Uh, CT had a lot to say about you this episode. I was a little confused about that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, you know, people say don't take things personally. It is game. It's game. I absolutely understand that. You know, I have the emotional intelligence to understand that. However, coming into this season, uh, whilst you know we're in quarantine, before we started filming, CT called me and he said to me, "Big T, I'm so sorry how our friendship played out last season." in Iceland I feel really really bad you know I want to find an opportunity where I can make things up to you and I've been thinking about situations and scenarios in my head and I just imagine this moment where you're um in trouble and you know you have to go down into elimination and I come in and I save you and I take your space anyway you know I want to fall in the sword for you those were direct quote CT's words and I said to him I was like this is very dramatic but I actually got quite teary hearing that because I was just like wow this is somebody who come on guys it's a million dollars when you hear somebody say i want to fall in the sword for you i'm just like wow this is somebody who really really wants to make amends and wants to give me an opportunity and they truly believe in me okay come to watching this episode and previous episodes i was literally like whoa so that conversation literally like leave you just like that and you know it just really confirms my fears of iceland which was i really did feel like the whole Hawk and Bunny friendship, you know, from my side of things, it was genuine. But from CT's side, I do think it was a storyline. And strategy. Mm. Strategy, absolutely. He's very strategic. And yeah. The thing is, I have to say, I love uh, first half season CT and then mid to end season CT is a slightly different person. I think he sees the finishing line and I yeah. think he just switches and the softer side of him goes. Yeah. Well, I commend you for keeping your cool i don't know what's to come because this episode's insane mm-hmm. i mean you have to go into elimination yeah and you lose and then tj brings you back best best thing ever mm-hmm. by the way you coming back i mean i was so <sighs> upset i'm like oh big t's leaving even though it wasn't there i feel like the audience can feel the audience can feel what i felt is like your your best friends leaving or like your heart's leaving or the entertainment mm-hmm. or the laugh like some part is leaving and i was so upset because i was like shit need to go like that like 
I want Big T to stay. Yeah. And then here's TJ. Yo, yo, Big T. Big T. And then you come back and they're like, you're staying. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I think so funny? It's is amazing. Like a part of us, like, okay, let me just rewind and set something up. So there was that one scene in the club, right, where me, Big T, Nani, and Casey are all sitting down and talking. And Big T, I'm pretty sure in that moment you were talking about what you were going to do if you by chance left. I'm pretty sure that's what the conversation was about, but I don't exactly remember. But we had had conversations like you were you were very in the game, but at the same time, like anybody is, it's like, okay, well, if I go home and I get to leave this treacherous game, I'm going to be doing this stuff. So you, you had a very good attitude about the whole thing. She was like, whatever happens, happens. And so when she left, right, we were like, wow, she... She made it out. She's free. You know, like she actually. <laughs> That's how we all feel about like, yeah, she got want to stay in prison. Out. But they're like, if I stay in prison long enough, I may be able to fight for a million dollars. But yeah, you're like, oh, she's free. <laughs> she's out. What's it like on the outside? <laughs> yeah. Like knowing that she probably already had a manicure, pedicure set up and like a Dubai trip set up, like ready right. to go. The girl hits the ground. She was already running. in Dubai. Right. Like, and so when, when they asked her to come back and I said this, it took you a little bit before you even came back. We were like, did she run? She make, she booked it. She, she, she fucking booked it, dude. She's gone. So it she's was already crazy. at the airport. She already I, called. She was like, make sure my car is out there whilst I change. Yeah. So I'm like, are the tears that you had when you, when you were told you were injured back in the game, tears of happiness or tears of like, oh shit, this isn't over yet. <laughs> When TJ first called my name, I was a little bit confused. I thought I was really going, and I was in my head in Dubai, as we discussed. And then, you know, I'm walking there, and then TJ, it suddenly hits me. I'm just like, wow, I've actually been given a second chance. And that's when I was just literally like, bloody hell. I just, in that moment, I was like, well, I really, really want this. And I just felt so, so grateful. I was yeah. actually really overwhelmed. And I think shocked as well. I was just like, yeah, yeah those were tears of joy and just appreciation. And because I really didn't see that coming. Yeah. So now that you have this second chance, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to play the game differently? Are you going to trust people less? I mean, it, when you're about to leave, you're like, oh, well, fuck them. You know what I mean? Like you have this feeling mm-hmm. of like, it's over. I don't give a shit. I don't have to put on for anybody any longer because we all do like we all put mm-hmm. on a, on a face for the game because uh, the drama is annoying but like what are you gonna do now well just you know when you're given a second opportunity you have to you know really appreciate it and so I just thought I can't waste this chance I want to train harder I'm gonna you know just stay just work harder do whatever I've been doing already but just try hard, a million times harder until I drop and so that was it really. And, you know, after losing elimination and then coming back into the house, you know, there's a little bit of shame there because you feel as if you've been given an opportunity that you don't really deserve in a way. You know, I was there by default. And so, you know, I just thought because of that, I had to try extra hard. Yeah. And you did though. I remember because obviously at this point now, yeah. after watching you in the elimination, I very clearly wanted you to win for two reasons. Number one. Thank you. I fucking love you. Number two. Amanda was going to steal my spot. It wasn't about that either. So it was a win-win for me for you to win. Thank God you get to come back in the house because your energy is there, which is super incredible. But the moment I get switched over to your team, I just remember you coming up to me being like, just tell me what, what we're doing. Like I'm in, 
I'm ready to go. And the next morning, I feel like there was a point where you were on the treadmill for two hours at one point. I was like, Holy yeah, God. yeah, it's true. Like two hours straight. I was like, actually, I don't know if that's helpful, Big T, but that's incredible <laughs> that you can push your mind to working for that amount of time on a treadmill because it's super boring. So, I mean, the switch, it was very, it was very clear. Like, I think to everybody on Ruby, especially like once our team, and obviously we're not going to talk about it too much because it's next episode, but once our team gets together, it is a different energy. It's four people that really haven't been on a team yet all season. It's me, you, Nelson, and Kyle. And we do have a different feel now. We're like, all right, your attitude is fully I mean, in that's, the game. That's I, a crazy team. I'm fired up. Like, it's like it's a it's a good energy to have like ruby definitely has a different feel now and so i I don't know were you excited when we when we started to merge absolutely tori like i was so happy to see you come to ruby really really happy obviously and i just knew it was going to be different because especially when it comes down to communication because i find it very ironic that nelson says that he's a good communicator because he's (laughs) not Spies, lies, and allies. It's probably the only thing I understood all season. Oh my God, Anissa. I love Nelly T. He knows that. I'm allowed to joke. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, he's an absolutely lovely guy, but like, you know, it does quite annoying how, you know, he consistently says, oh, you know, when it comes to me and Amanda, he's just like, yeah, they're there for the wrong reasons. And it's just like, well, my darling, you don't know what the reasons of me being in the game are. Just because you see me or view me as a weak competitor, that's at your entire to your own opinion. But don't doubt why any me or any of us are there. We all, we all have our stories. We all have our motivations. So I, I do take that comment, you know, quite strongly. Yeah, I would too. Because it just sucks. Sorry, I know I'm it gets so, you fired up. Yeah, I'm so hungry today. Uh, I, I know. It's just getting you really spicy for dinner, getting you worked up so you can have a good meal. Yeah. Um, I want to know, uh, personally, do you like working in teams better than pairs? Um, It's so much pressure, especially when you feel like you are the worst person on the team. It's just you feel as if you're letting down so many people because, you know, I with pairs... I, I prefer individuals, to be honest. Because yeah. if I have other people's fate in my hands, it is a lot. And especially, you know, you don't want to, if you don't perform very well, it's just awful because yeah. you just see what damage you're doing to other people. And yeah, it's just a lot of pressure. Right. So if you work individually, and I feel the same, it's like, yeah, maybe there's nobody there to help you. But at the same time, you're not going to bring anybody else down with you if it goes down. It's, it's easier to deal with yeah. the, the but loss. I, but I also feel like the pressure mm-hmm. makes you strive to do better, too. That's I don't know. True. There is a flip side of, like, That's that true. pressure. For me, That's I'm like, true. oh, my God, my little team family is going to die if I don't do well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you hate yeah. your team. You hate your team and they suck. But <laughs> I like your little ruby <laughs> band of misfits of, like, yeah. Kyle, who doesn't want to be there. Nelson, who just lost his best friend, he's sad. Yeah. You almost left the game, and Tori got her spot taken. So, right. I mean, <laughs> it can only go up from here. Like, 100%. You know, everybody's been at their, their bad point. But I also found a big high moment in this episode where Tori was cheering for you like mm-hmm. you were in the championship game of, of soccer. Soccer mom, sideline, soccer mom, <laughs> Tori. Soccer mom. But Tori, you know, it was so great. Like, you know, I feel like we've been on such a journey with our friendship. And yeah. like, you know, 
especially from last season to having you cheering me on. And it was great because like I could hear other people cheering on. Amanda, you you have a very loud voice. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, she's like, come on, thanks, thanks. Oh, really me. Yeah. Like, she also loses that? it after. <laughs> the, you know when Tori's been to an elimination the night before <laughs> that she wasn't in because she yeah. loses her whole entire voice. And yeah. I'm like, who is that? You're like, yeah, so... <laughs> cheering on big t last night dude I, I just get so passionate you know i really am like i i can't i can't help myself and especially yeah like and i was thinking it too a big t after watching this episode like it's amazing i, I love i'm proud of how much our friendship has grown it, it's the same with me and anisa we we've had our our pitter patter moments and we're best friends so it's like i love her i do the, anything for her yeah some of the best friends come from the most interesting stories well, because there's yeah. this misunderstanding I think, between there are a yeah. lot of different personalities. And yeah. I think that the more you hang out with people, the more you do challenges, you know, you're going to get closer with, with certain people. You're going to make amends. And now we can do a big tea and eat sandwich. Speaking of Yay! getting closer to people and making amends, let's talk Uh-oh. about Logie Bear. Uh oh. Let's talk about Logie Mon Kenobi. This moment with him, the passion, Logan. <laughs> I don't know, Big T. <laughs> oh, he was throwing some shade this episode, definitely. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, yeah, what do you want to know? Well, no, just like experience. This is the first time we've seen you on TV actually be interested Having in a somebody. showman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've never ever like, you know, been interested in TV in somebody in TV before. And yeah. like, you know, sometimes it's like, you know what? Like, let me just go with it, see what happens, keep it lighthearted, you know, maybe have some fun. Like turned out it was just better that we were just friends. But the thing is is like I think in that environment it's you know, there's not a lot of people around. Yeah. And uh, normally you can say plenty of fish in the sea, but they aren't in that environment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are no fish. <laughs> One no fish. fish. It's like a can of tuna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll take Dead it. fish. <laughs> like, well, this is what we got. <laughs> um, yeah, you, when you're spending a lot of time with someone and you're laughing together and you get on together, you can be like, oh, do I like this person? And then, you know, the season's over and you see each other in real life. You're like, oh my God, no, 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 no. We are literally just friends. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was that. But like, you know, I'm I'm proud of myself for opening myself up to, you know, new experience because I've never experienced anything like that before. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think I'm going to stick to scheming because that's what I do best. I love <laughs> and that's what I enjoy the most. Yeah. We find out a lot about ourselves and our strengths and our weaknesses. And it's like showmances may not be yours. Just like Tori needs to take notes on seasons of her social game to work that up. Like we all have the yeah. things that we need to work on. And the 100%. more shows we do. Yeah. The more we realize. <laughs> yeah. Well, Logan. Maybe was I shouldn't a, be doing this. Logan was a rookie. And speaking of rookies. So this season, there was a storyline about you getting close to a bunch of rookies. Do you yeah. think that people have a hard time considering you a vet because of how close you do naturally get to people who enter into the game? Um, no, I think probably people have a hard time considering me a vet because probably they um, don't, I don't know, maybe they didn't think I take the game seriously. I don't, I don't know where, where that comes from with itself. My thing is, I was in a room full of rookie girls 
And like, yes, I know last season I did play with rookies, but also I did play with vets. And also it's not that I play the game, like to play the game with rookies. I like to play the game with my friends. Yeah. So the people, mm. the rookies from Iceland who I played the game, Gabby, I was just with her last week. I see her all of the time. Amber Ann, I stay with her when I'm in Los Angeles. You know, if I go to LA in a couple of weeks, I'm having Thanksgiving with her, you know? And then, That's you nice. know, unfortunately with Anne haven't spent as much time with her, but like, you know, that's the thing and so coming into this season I was in a room full of rookie people I'm like I'm not going to ignore rookies because also I you guys can relate to this people's rookie seasons are really awkward because you know the vets have their friendships and you want to catch up with their friends and then you know it's just nice to be welcoming yeah also you guys like it was international season and you know I love my travel I love learning about you know people's different cultures and I just thought it was really cool just like hang out and learn new things from people and hey ho that's just how it goes no but that that's how it gets after you do enough seasons people like so why are you hanging out with them I mean I had a all the rookies are my best friends when I did bloodlines I mean it worked out well for me but I just loved being with people that hadn't played the game a lot that weren't like Damaged, damaged. Yeah. So, <laughs> damaged to put it, is right. To, to put it plainly, damaged. Yeah. Um, and people with like this new outlook. It was like a bunch of Eds, but like less enthusiastic. But, mm-hmm. um, just like a bunch of people that are really excited to play the game. So I get why. And you had so many, so many big personalities in your room, and so many strong yes, women in I your did. room. I mean, I did. Mm-hmm. These and were rookies were that you didn't yeah. want to mess with. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, you get to build, like you said, fresh new relationships with people. Whereas if, like, coming into this game, obviously we're great now, but it's like, this is just an example. You don't, you can have question marks on me because is the past going to come back to haunt? Is it not? Like, Absolutely. so it's like, yeah, of course, naturally, why wouldn't you want to gravitate towards somebody where you don't feel like, mm, how is this one going to play out? I think that's so natural. <laughs> also, you have one of those personalities that can make many people feel comfortable, which is why people gravitate towards you. So... I think that there was a few names. I don't even want to get into more drama. There was a few people that were seriously pushing this rumor about a few catty girls. Spill. Spill. Was it Ashley and Amanda? It was. Yeah, I know it was Ashley and Amanda. Come on, you guys. What happened? I know everything. I know everything. I don't want to say anything because I don't want more drama right now. But I can say that there were a few people pushing this narrative, but... I know that it was Ashley and Amanda. I think basically, honestly, not it's all coming out. Um, <laughs> I think Ashley was very upset that I voted her in in one of the eliminations in Iceland. And I think, you know, she carried on that beef onto this season. Maybe she felt threatened by it. But yes, but I do know. I do know that it was Ashley and Amanda. Even though Ashley was trying to say that it was Huey and then also she tried to push it on Nelson. Um, what but, was said? Just that, you know, don't trust Big T. She's she's building a rookie army. She's, she's you know... And do you know what the worst part of that is? Is that coming into the season, you know, the rookies actually did come to me and they said, who can we trust out of the vets? Who shouldn't we trust? And I realised I had an opportunity because I spent my first night with all the new rookies and I realised there were a lot of rookies. I was just like, I could really stir the pot here. Yeah. I could really just be like, ooh... But I didn't. And that was the thing. I actually said, look, guys, you have to decide for yourself. Have an open mind. And I actually didn't say a bad thing about anyone. So that, that to then be accused of that, I was just like, ah, damn it. Yeah. And actually, yeah. Yeah, so you could have had. You, wasn't so fun. 
Wow, that's really interesting. You could have you could have swayed the game could have been completely different had you said yeah. one little we would have been going in. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know anybody anything, especially now watching it back. It's like Yeah. I really could have played this differently, but yeah. There's always next season, big team. Mm-hmm. Mm, the pot shall be stirred. Ah, <laughs> yes. Pot shall be stirreth. Are there any rookies that you're looking forward to? to hopefully seeing next season that have been on this season? Like, are there people that you hope get a call back? Yes, Esther, Priscilla. So the rookies I would love to see back are Tatcha, Esther, Priscilla. Um, you know, it's very close to those girls. Yeah. And, you know, they're such great competitors. You know, Esther made it very long in the game. I know Priscilla's so nice to have some more people from the UK. So we yeah. love to see Priscilla back. Um yeah, my little glam squad as well. Yeah. <laughs> they did my hair and makeup this I season, mean, they literally... So like, Thank you. <laughs> Priscilla was my arms when I couldn't move one, and she did my hair for me. And I talked about that on a previous podcast. I mean, so sweet. Yeah. One of the best narrators. She's awesome. Yeah. And so Esther beautiful. is gorgeous. Oh, my God. Priscilla's I know. I mean, they're beautiful women. Beautiful. Yeah. Very beautiful. Yeah, great so beautiful. to the show. I hope they get right. to come back. Especially because they're spicy and smart right. and powerful. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Turn it turn, turn it up. And that was yeah. their rookie season. On your rookie season, you're like a little timid. And they still, they, they played smart, but they still played. Like, mm-hmm. cool, yeah. you know? So you don't want any of these guys to come back? <laughs> Just girls. I, um, I would love Huey to come back. I absolutely love Huey. And uh, the rest. Um, not really bothered, really. But I mean, they're lovely, but like, just if I had to pick one, it's Huey. So you'd rather have Muffy come back? Yes, bring back Muffy. <laughs> if you guys don't know, um, Big T on Double Agents, they may have said it before. We used to get these extravagant breakfasts in island in islands in Iceland, <laughs> and so we got smoked salmon, we got cucumbers, eggs, and mm, then I all of the desserts. Yeah. You could, I mean, the best muffins I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Big T decides really to bring a muffin because she likes to eat in bed. Um, and the muffin stayed there for about two weeks. And then somebody gave him eyeballs. He yes. had shoes, I think, too. And yes. we named him, she so named him Muffy. Muffin? You had a pet muffin. Yeah. I had a pet muffin. <laughs> Named Muffy. I think he might have got some um, airtime. I remember like having quite a serious conversation oh, and something on my bed. And Muffy was just behind me. Just like, hi, Muffy. He had the cutest eyes. And then the cleaner murdered Muffy. <gasps> she came back. She was like, the cleaners took him, threw him away. And I feel oh like God, they stopped amazing. making chocolate muffins after that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no one could replace Muffy, and no one can replace you, Big T. No, so I'm happy you get a second shot. I mean, I still get your lovely voice and your charisma. I'm really upset we didn't get to see any singing from you this season, but Thank no one can you. touch her. Kyle that was did. every day on Double Agents. We would make her stand on tables and sing, and if we ever sang with her, she was like, "Did I ask you to sing with me?" <laughs> like. <laughs> We're like you're really messing it up. I didn't ask for any harm. Oh, I'm like, so good. <laughs> I've been duets now. Oh god, my singing career has developed. I mean, we were singing some ballads together, Tori and Amsterdam. We were pretty good together. The harmonies. I was more in. of a hype girl. <laughs> I was more of a hype girl. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big T, seriously, yeah. it is always a pleasure to have you. We have one final question for you. So this season is called Spies, Lies, and Allies, 
We ask this question to everybody. Who do you think from this episode was the biggest spire, liar, spire, uh, sorry, spy, <laughs> liar, and ally? Okay, so, 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 I will start off as spy. I think Amanda was possibly the spy, even though she did get the message wrong because, you know, we're all having that scene in the club, like mm. talking, and she was kind of spying, and then she comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you think do we agree? I think Amanda yeah. was a little bit of a spy there. I'll okay. Uh Liar. Um maybe CT, I would say. Just because. Yeah, personal um, reasons. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> yeah. Say <laughs> it, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also for you that <laughs> Liar! no one can't can't see Lies! Big T. She's in a robe right now. Um just just enjoying the comforts of Dubai and has a list. Spy, liar, (laughs) and ally. Just let let you guys know. She's She's really put some thought into it. Who's the ally? Now, the ally is Tori. (gasps) Because you really, you really did cheer me on, honestly. And like, as you know, somebody was saying, like, it's not nice having that feeling of like, you know, nobody really wants to be on your team. And then just, you really were emotional support to me. And like, honestly, doing that elimination, hearing your voice bellowing voice above everybody bellowing. else in the crowd it was sorry it really, it really did bring some fire back into my heart because you need heart in this game yeah and like you know we were there for such a long time at this stage it's easy to get mentally checked out and burnt out and sometimes yeah. you just need somebody who's still mentally checked in just like make sure you kick your ass and so yeah. thank you for kicking thine ass Oh, it was it was a great feeling cheering for you and dude we love you and I'm so excited that now I'm on the same team as you because I just feel like this new energy this ruby energy is just glowing different now <laughs> it's bright it's hot it's fucking ready it's angry we're all pissed we're all fucking pissed <laughs> We're, hot. we're a very angry team. We're angry. We all need anger. Red hot. You Red guys, hot anger. That's what their new team. You guys is. are going to see the next episode because it gets, it's, I think the most intense episode for me, one of the most. Yeah. Yeah. It was fiery hot. It was chilly hot, actually. Red was, hot, chilly hot. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was spicy. It's going to be uh, an incredible episode. So I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited yeah. that we're on the same team for it because that was really fucking cool. Yeah. I'm happy that you're here on the fun. podcast, Big T. I'm happy you're still on the show. I'm happy I get to watch you on my screen. Um, oh, and when I'm not around, I'm happy that you can fill in on the podcast because yeah. I would listen to your voice every day. Yeah. You have become <laughs> a great friend and such a caring person, and I love you. And please don't ever vote us in together. Ever <laughs> she again. won't. She would never. <laughs> no, I would she never will die. Again. I mean, that's just, a, that's just like a, little, like a cute little note for future reference. <laughs> We are yeah. friends. Oh, if you great. want to start a new alliance, let us know. Yeah. yeah. We're really into creating alliances via the podcast. Yeah. And then knowing oh, all about the them when we go on the alliance. show. Right, she's writing it down. Brilliant. Yep. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> she's writing it down. <laughs> oh, all these alliances keep popping up around me. There's Amsterdam Alliance and yeah. there's a podcast <laughs> well, I wasn't in Amsterdam, so you can just throw me into the Amsterdam you're alliance in. if you want. You're in. You're in. You're okay. so in. I will give you the okay. details. Oh, yeah, my you're God. In. Well, thank, thank you so you much. <laughs> we will let you get back to your day because I know it's going to be lovely. Yes. Absolutely. I cannot wait. Where can, we, where can we follow you and how can we support you? 
Oh my gosh. Do you know what, guys? I've finally been accepted on Cameo. Oh, so yeah. you can find me on, yes, tis the season for messages. So find me at Big T Faz on, on the Cameo. You know, yes. how to get there, go www.cameo.com. And then on the Instagram, I'm also Big T Faz. And you know what? You can tweet me as well. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting so yes. technological. <laughs> You sure, I'm like three different things. That's amazing. I love um, it. On the Twitter, I'm the OG underscore big T. Yeah. I love it. I love it because you are. Yeah. You're our original <laughs> gangster. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. My friends sure. in London don't know what that means. So I'm glad you understood. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I actually want to come to London. Well, we'll have a we'll have a lion, a London Alliance, and we'll all get cameos from Big T there. So, guys, you heard it here first. Big T's writing down the London Alliance. Anybody <laughs> who wants to be in it, you can meet us in London. Can be an off screen, on screen kind of thing. We'll figure it out. Also, make sure you get your cameo from Big T because she's hilarious. It would be a hilarious Christmas yeah. gift or any holiday gift. Or if you want like some words of encouragement, mm. she's she's very 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 um what's the word? Enthusiastic, sprinkly. Yeah. Oh, sparkly. She's very sparkly. She definitely has her sparkle on this season. Yeah. And if you want to sparkle in your cameo, get one with Big T. Yeah. Oh, Big T, thank you so much. Thank we love you. We love you, Big T. I love you, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a lot of fun. And uh, the tea has been spilled. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Oh, Big T is a breath of fresh air. I am so happy that she is part of our challenge family and that she gave up some of her time and her lovely day to 
talk to us about this week's episode. Yes. But now, Tori, I heard mm-hmm. you have a little challenge confidential to share with us. I do. I do have one from this episode. And I realized it as I was watching The Daily Mission because when you look at the order of how this all played out, it looks like Emerald went first and then Ruby went second and then Sapphire slated at the end. But actually, the order is a little different. Emerald went first. Sapphire went second, slayed it. And then Ruby went and, and you know uh, did unslayed. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I'm. It shouldn't have gone down that way. I know you. You don't even know what it was like to watch it. We were like, "What is happening over there?" Yeah, like, it made much more sense by the editing team. So kudos to the editing team because, uh, yeah, yeah, it makes way more sense. Yes, yes. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode because it has been awesome to dissect it. And remember, you're only going to get this behind-the-scenes content on this podcast, so make sure you listen. Anissa, where can they send you listener questions? You can send me listener questions at AnissaMTV. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V. And Tori, where can we find you? You guys can find me at Tori underscore deal. And just make sure you watch the challenge and listen every Thursday as we go behind the scenes of the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. And starting tomorrow, join us Fridays as we pull back the curtain on season two of the challenge, All Stars. Yes, double the challenge every week. Only on MTV's official challenge podcast. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.